Hello, denizens of the internet. Welcome to another episode of the Get Geek Podcast. Today, we're going to have a conversation about Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. Um, Before we get started, let's do introductions real quick. I'm Jose. I'm Wolfie. This is AJ. Uh, Eli. And this is Walt. And what's going on, everyone out there? Just before we get started as well, let me just remind you all to subscribe to the Get Geek Podcast. Uh, Search for us in the iPhone podcast app or wherever you guys listen to podcasts. And please be sure to rate and review the show. Uh, So let's get started. AJ, can you give us a little bit of a synopsis of the Mortal Kombat? Sure thing. So uh, this is uh, via news, newsarama.com. This movie, it's, uh, it's based on the worldwide hit game created by Ed Boon and John Tobias. Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. legend Scorpion's Revenge spotlights the once-in-a-generation tournament between the champions of Outworld, Earthrealm, and I'm going to add Netherrealm. A competition that will ultimately determine the fate of Earth and all its denizens. Lord Raiden, protector of Earthrealm, must gather the greatest fighters of his realm to defend it from the evil Shang Tsung in the battle to end all battles. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Mortal Kombat! Yeah, cool, cool. So, yeah, let's open up the floor for um, a little bit of discussion. Um and this is going to be a spoiler review for those of you that are listening out there. So if you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Come back and listen to our analysis of the movie and our review of the movie to see if you guys agree. And, of course, again, leave feedback and let us know what you guys think as well. Um, so go ahead. Anybody want to want to give their opinions as to the opening of the movie and maybe a quick little rundown of what, it, what happens there? Are we going into spoilers? Um, so do we want to spoiler? I mean, yeah, I don't think we yeah, need yeah, to do any kind of spoiler free review, really. But you know, just warning everybody yeah. this is spoiler, spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be decapitated by the spoilers that are about to come out, please go watch the film before you jump on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to lose my head. Over this. <laughs> so, spoilers and um. You know what? I'll jump into a little impressions, I guess, of the first couple of scenes. Why don't, why don't um, we? Do, why don't we just go around and do a quick impressions from everyone, huh? Um. Well, yeah. Go. Go ahead. Open it up. My personal impressions. Um. I I thought that the movie was cool. Uh. I. It feel it felt like a a retelling of a story that was already told. But I'll go into what I mean by that a little bit later on. But other than that, I did enjoy the movie and I had a lot of fun watching it. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Um, I'm in a I'm in a similar vein. Uh, it was very enjoyable. Uh, we saw me, Walt, and Eli saw the. Uh, what was it? You showed us the sound, like how they did the sound, and I think yes. they. Uh, they they did it. They uh, summed it up perfectly. They they wanted you to cringe and just like turn away this this short or it's not a short this movie 
really did that because there were times where it was just like the x-ray started coming on. I was like, oh. But on the other side, I there were some alterations to the story that I noticed and I wasn't particularly a fan of that. But either way, it was still a very fun movie to watch. Um, I think for my review, um, I, th- I think you guys already know. Oh, God. Yes, but like... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say the fight scenes were really what made it for me. And I'm just going to put it at that because I'm, I want to make this as short as possible. And then I'm going to get into the details later. All right. For, for my part, um, I guess out of all of the people here, I'm the less, the, the person that has the less, um, least. least amount of knowledge when it comes to the Mortal Kombat lore. Um, I played the game like eons ago and stuff like that. And, uh, I enjoyed it back then, but I really haven't played it enough to keep up with the storyline. Um, but I thought the movie was was very interesting. Um, it was very, it was extremely bloody and gory, which I guess is you know a, a testament to the source material and whatnot. Um, yeah. The things that I did find interesting in in researching this is that a lot of the voice actors from the games itself reprise some of the roles in the movie for example um original scorpion sub-zero they were in the movie and the person that first voiced goro in the original uh mortal kombat movie came back for this animated film to uh to reprise his role as goro again um so i found that pretty interesting and i guess a nice little easter egg for you know, the people that know about it and stuff. But I, I thought it was a pretty good film. You know, the, there was some points where the animation, it, it's a typical WB animation, um, but there were some points where it transitioned into a different style, which I found interesting, but we can get into that a little bit later. But overall, I, I liked the film. Okay, so um, I also enjoyed it. Um, overall, it was definitely better than I expected it to be because, well, you said you, you're you not really well-versed in Mortal Kombat lore. I don't really know much about it either, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I played Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 2, and then I didn't pick it up again until, what, like 9, I think? So it's not like I've played Mortal Kombat and really followed the lore yeah. for a long time. I haven't seen the movies in a long time, so I don't know much about Mortal Kombat um, I do know a little bit about the revenge tale that was originally in the game between Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Um, but like I said, I don't know much about this. That said, it was entertaining. Um, I thought the action was good. I thought the animation, although like you guys said, at times it was standard WB animation. There was, there were some parts where to me, it ventured into really interesting high speed, um, high concept uh, anime territory with mm-hmm. the action and the, the 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 speed of the animation, the speed of the, the fight sequences. Um, there were some really notable notable scenes. Um, the story was pretty well done um, and was fleshed out pretty well in a different way from what I understand from Mortal Kombat lore, but still pretty well and. Yeah, it was a good movie, and I guess I'll save any other opinions I have for it for when we get into into some more detail. 
So I have a question for AJ. You mentioned um, that you, or you said that you kind of took, it almost seemed like you took a little bit of offense to certain things. What didn't you like about uh, the film? Well, um, all right. So this is more so regarding Scorpion's actual backstory. Um, I mean, I guess looking back on it, okay, but here's, here's what I was really trying to say. Um, hold on. Oh yeah. So Scorpion, uh, his whole, his whole story is that, uh, the Lin Kuei clan took out his clan, which is the Shirai Ryu, right? And, uh, this, yeah, is basically Sub-Zero's clan. And that's why he harbors such a hatred against Sub-Zero. Uh, I like that Sub-Zero, I don't remember if Sub-Zero was literally the one who wiped out, uh, what's, uh, Scorpion's family. If it's new, I think that was, I, I think that was the, the initial tale from the first couple of games. But I think that's changed. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. If if it's gone back to that, then I dig it. What I did not dig was that it was literally Quan Chi being a shapeshifter. Now, he is supposed to have a hand in Scorpion's turn into Scorpion. He's basically the one that hired the Lin Kuei to make him, you know, kill his family. Oh, I have to live for revenge now. Quan Chi's like, oh, yeah, let's take advantage of this. And that's basically the whole thing why that is the way it is. Mm-hmm. I liked it more when Quan Chi was sort of the in the periphery because that's kind of the character of Quan Chi. He's not always the one to be like, on the battlefield doing the doing the damage himself. He's the one who gets other people to do things for him. To have him take a more active role, at first it was like, ugh, I, I wasn't very, no. Like, uh, so I would have much rather had it be behind do it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, looking on it, I guess it makes it more personal for Scorpion. And if... You know, they're trying to make Scorpion the main guy, which, in my opinion, I'd much rather there not be a a particular focus on one character. It should be, you know, Mortal Kombat's a a game where each and every character has their own backstory and how they interplay with each other. It's, yeah. So I, I guess if you're trying to, if you're going for that, then... A clever way of making it more personal, but I'm just not a fan of that. Okay. Um, I mean, trying to, I kind of want to shift gears towards, you know, things that I liked about it. Me personally, um, I personally really enjoyed actually Johnny Cage. I thought that Johnny Cage was real funny. Um, to me, he kind of like for me, he kind of carried the the movie from as far as his storyline goes. Of course, the spotlight's on Scorpion, but Johnny Cage's kind of uh, his his humor in the film was really good. Um, I thought you I know was, the action, everything was great. Yeah, 
I was I was also very surprised at how much I enjoyed Joel McHale's performance. <laughs> so I mean that's the other thing like too. Joel like it took Hill. me it it took me by surprise. Um, <laughs> but here is the thing that I have like while like it's there's not much for me to say that I didn't like about the film. I did like a lot of it. Um, the the only thing that I probably take issue with on a personal level, I guess, is Liu Kang. Like certain things that happened with Liu Kang, I wasn't too big of a fan of. Um, he's basically Neo apparently. Um, he can dodge bullets. <laughs> which is kind of crazy <laughs> but then he still also needs to have like cover from bullets i don't know uh that's a whole nother story the the, the main so i didn't really have too many things that i didn't like about the film the only thing that i didn't like which i mentioned earlier uh or actually i mentioned before we started the podcast i believe is like some storyboarding issues and storyboarding in the sense of like what it looks like on the screen i felt like there were too many almost like near carbon copies of the original mortal Kombat movie and i just feel like that's like lazy writing um you have essentially the same like essentially the same fundamental story from the original film with sonya being a hard ass looking for kano uh and being tricked onto like doing this to get kano like she needs to make sure she that kano is going to be there and stuff um uh you know, Johnny Cage, like, essentially slipping with all his bags and, and whatnot, which happened in the uh, original film, too. Um, just it, it, it just felt like too many of the same things that happened. E- even, like, when they get to the island and they finally, like, the one of the first things they do is that they go to the big dinner and all that stuff. And they see, like, a display, you know, of action um, there, like... I just felt like it was too much like the original film. Um, and I didn't really enjoy that because again, even though the movie was good, it was already done once and it was just, I don't know. It's lazy to me. It almost feels like, like we just reviewed uh, Superman, Red Sun and the, the comic and the movie. Right. And it's yeah. like, they made a few changes here and there, but it doesn't necessarily make it better. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, kind of maybe it's not the same comparison but just to me it was already done you know i feel like it was a bit of an homage like an easter egg situation but i kind of understand where you're See, going with that but if um, it's an easter egg it would yeah. just be like one thing maybe two things but it, it it was essentially the exact same thing you even had raiden interrupting and letting shang Tsung know that he's not allowed to um to to uh, attack or start anything until the tournament officially begins uh, you know, that's, those um, things. that's often been the dynamic in the stories of the games and things like that as well, though. And this seems like some sort of spiritual reboot of the story. So I, I didn't yeah. take that much issue with that because I feel like, I mean, again, I don't know too much about Mortal Kombat, but there's a few things that I understand about the mythology. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like, it's kind of like how The Force Awakens was like the new hope. It's it still worked in a way because it was supposed to be like that spiritual reboot in a sense, even though it's telling a slightly different story. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, what the the thing that I liked uh, about the movie probably early on uh, the most was, and it was it was a little disappointing as the movie went on because there were certain scenes, and there's one in particular I think everybody probably 
knows which one I'm talking about. Early on, when Scorpion um, is attacked by Sub Zero's clan, um, shortly after, and again, we're doing spoilers. So shortly after, um, he finds out that all of his clan has been slaughtered, and then he finds out that his wife has been killed. Uh, he goes, he goes, for lack of a better word, he goes ape-ish. Like he he goes off on the the Sub Zero clan, and there's a frame of animation, like a quick sequence. It's all red. It's animated completely different from every yeah. other scene in the movie when mm-hmm. he's swinging at one of the Sub Zero clan, and it was very it was a very very interesting like almost anime style yes. Of, yes of animation, but it was brief, and they never really did it again. I know you're so right about that, that actually. I was upset yeah. by that because I thought that was so beautiful and so creative. And it, it reminded me of, in terms of recent, like, little moments, it reminded me of one of my favorite moments of the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie, which is when yeah. um, he fires off the, the, the Kamehameha at Broly at the end. And you see the glow of the energy in his eyes, like that quick cut to, to Gogeta. Um, it reminded me, like of that kind of cool intensity and that kind of like focus on the eyes. And so like, that was cool. Like the, some of the violence was cool. And even the use of the, the game mechanic, like the actual animations that they the use. X-ray, the, the x-ray mechanic. X-ray. Yeah, the Don't x-ray you feel mechanic. like they did that way too much though? I was about to say, like, I think it was a little overdone yeah. also because they should have saved that for like much bigger moments. But like, Overall, like I was satisfied with the animation again, except for the more static moments where the animation was lazier. The more exciting moments I thought were a little bit better done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the animation was really the thing that got me the most excited about the um, movie because mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like uh, the Burnley movie, like uh, Jose said, um, the, the quality. When the quality is great for a fight, it mm-hmm. seems to do it, it does do better than a regular okay. My point is the rest of the fights were a little bit boring for me because they weren't given the they weren't given given the same focus that was placed on the Hanzo Hasashi and Lin Kue fight. And um That's I feel true like, to an extent, yeah. I, I feel like that first fight was definitely one of my favorite fights because um because um I don't know why it gave me this um it, it reminded me of this fight that I really liked um I watched it a while ago but it was part of Naruto and yes it is Naruto but mm-hmm. it was the Zabuza fight um mm-hmm. where he had the knife in his mouth and he was getting stabbed by everybody, and but yet he just kept like killing people. It was, it really reminded me of that, and I think that's what. I don't know why it it just popped in my head just now, but I felt like that fight scene was great. Yeah, it was kind of a cool like he had that much heart, and he was so like badass that he could take all of that punishment and still yeah. fight back. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I think that the first fight scene was probably the best, if not the best of the film. But I mean, I thought there were definitely some other notable ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was go ahead, say, AJ. I, I think the I thought the one with the reptile was pretty nice. I agree. Was, yeah, no, there were a lot of other great movies. Predator. 
Yes. The way they did it. Yes. So this fight between Sonya and that takes place between Sonya and Riptile a little later on in the story. So that kind of jumps ahead to when. So like we have the first the first part of the movie where we have of course Scorpion losing his whole family, including Sub Zero, um, who Sub Zero who kills his his son as well. And of course, just to like get a little bit deeper into it, you have the he gets resurrected basically by Quan Chi, if I'm correct, who's the Lord of the Nether Realm, and he basically does the temptation that they always do in these kinds of movies, right? Where it's like, oh, if you work for me, I'll help you like get your family back or get revenge, or do you know whatever it is that you want to do in order to fulfill your soul's last wish or something like that. But um, I mean. What a, like all the scenes before that are still like very very interesting, and there's a lot of other good fight scenes, including um, the one with Johnny Cage. Like uh, Wolfie said, he had some parts where he really uh, carried the movie. Um, what did you guys think? I guess of the characters to kind of like like each character, how were they represented, and how much did you enjoy that in terms of all the characters in the tournament? So. Again, personally, I thought that Johnny Cage was represented the most, in my opinion, the the, the truest. Um, I guess you know, to me, in my impression, I thought that he felt like the most uh, uh, closely resembling the original character that I grew up with. Um, mm-hmm. Liu Kang also kind of felt like Liu Kang, but he felt like modern age Mortal Kombat Liu Kang, which to me felt a little bit weird. When I compare it to the, the the original Liu Kang, like if this is Mortal Kombat, the essentially the inception of Mortal Kombat, I would have liked to have seen that original, you know, Liu Kang that wasn't holier than thou. I'm Bruce Lee's body double, Liu Kang. So I wasn't too thrilled about Liu Kang's portrayal personally. Um, Raiden was he's always awesome to me. I, I feel like they never mess up Raiden no matter what they do, uh, and. Sonya Blade was a little bit too Sonya Blade. Like, I get it. You know, she's, uh, you know, female empowerment, the whole nine. But she kind of kicked Johnny Cage in the, in, in, in the balls unnecessarily a couple times, I feel like. <laughs> Maybe the first time he put his hand on her shoulder and she kneed him in the balls and says, no one touches me without permission. Okay, I get it. It's the Me Too movement. But then the second time, he's literally laying down on the floor and just trying to calm everyone down, and she just kicks him in the balls. That's assault. That's just assault for no reason. He didn't even do anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Oh. There was even like a third. I think she kicked him in the balls three times, and I just felt like that was a little bit too excessively aggressive. He had that weird moment after the third time with Liu Kang, where he was like, he said that he he would he didn't mind getting kicked in the balls, but only by uh, her. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he is a glutton for punishment, clearly. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, That's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought that Shang Tsung was. Uh, Again, I guess uh, he he felt a little bit. He felt more like the conniving Shang Tsung, which makes sense. Again, I'm not up to date on like the lore and stuff, but I'm just, I'm I, like, I used to be a really big fan of Mortal Kombat before, mm-hmm. um, you know, Warner Brothers like bought them out and stuff like that and started kind of changing it a little bit. You know, um, I, 
So so Shang Tsung that I remember was obviously kind of the 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 guy working behind the scenes. But I remember Shang Tsung being a little bit more um uh how do I say like commanding. Here to me he felt like he was a bit more sniveling. I don't know if that makes sense. He was but, twirling his mustache a, a bit too much in this movie. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you know, he's like the old, you know, the dirty old bastard that's like you know con- conniving and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, he's supposed to be a fighter. He didn't seem like he was a fighter to me. That's the thing, you know. Um, and what are, any other characters that I'm missing out on? Well, there was uh, there was Goro. Zero, who you saw almost yeah. nothing of. Zero yes. was just uh, uh, yes, zero, yeah. And then Jack here's the, actually, I need to go back to that. Actually, see, here's the thing. This is why I was a little bit disappointed. Now I got, now I have my thoughts together. Sorry, guys. So this is why I was disappointed that they kind of went to the to the same story essentially from the first movie. And this is why I don't agree that it's Easter eggs because they use too much of it. Even the same matchups, Liu Kang fought Katana, uh, Katana, um, Sonya Blade fought Kano, uh, you know, like, like it was, it was too much of the same stuff in my opinion. Um, when, if this is supposed to be Scorpion's revenge, how do we not see more Scorpion and Sub-Zero and then in the very end get the payoff that it's, that it wasn't Sub-Zero all along? Like they should kind of focus on that story more than retelling the original Mortal Kombat movie. So there was a little bit of a snub because like they didn't even address the fact that because Quan Chi, um, shapeshifted, shapeshifted into Sub-Zero. Um, and Scorpion got his, you know, titular revenge at the end of the movie, right? Since we're going to spoil territory, yeah. Um, uh, he he kills Sub Zero, but like Sub Zero didn't do anything, and they don't really address that. Like, yeah, Sub Zero's dead now, and like that's it. Like, yeah, he killed. Him well, no it's not like he's completely gone. Well, yeah, well, we don't know that yet, right? No, not even that. His uh, brother is the one who steps up, right? Oh, yeah, but so then the original Sub Zero yeah. is and now gone. That they... Yeah, and Sub Zero never got his day. He didn't even get a chance to to. We didn't even get to see him be confused, really, at the fact that Sub Zero thinks that he killed his family. Sub Zero no, could have really had a couple lines. Yeah, there was a brief moment. Yeah. There was a brief moment of him like kind of raising an eyebrow, but he could right, have exactly. fight could have been a little bit longer and he could have been like, It wasn't me, I don't know who you're talking about. And then Sub Zero's like, and then Scorpion could have been like, I don't believe your lies and this, that, and the other. Like it could have been a little bit more drawn out. It could have, you know, for, for story sake, sake, it should have been um focused on a little bit more. They could have even been a a like a first initial fight. And then a second real fight where Scorpion kills Sub Zero and stuff, just to kind of like let us, you know, let that marinate a little bit more. But no, we got Sub Zero killed. Um, it was a cool fight scene, actually. I thought it was. I thought it was dope how, you know, Scorpion didn't give a sh- crap. He grabs Sub Zero and he just threw himself off and impaled the both of them together. I thought that was awesome. Um, that was kind but, of a jarring moment, also, wasn't it? What happened? That was kind of a jarring moment uh, in the film, also, wasn't it? Because it, it kind of felt like this was this was a movie that was built for Scorpion's revenge, and he gets it really early in the in the movie. And it, we everybody here yeah. was like, 
oh, is that all for Scorpion? Is that true? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everybody stop for a second because he didn't get his revenge until the end. No, 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 I know, but we didn't know that at the time. You know, that's that's kind of like why it to me it wasn't as big of a problem if they had addressed like what happens now that Sub Zero is gone with like a few extra minutes on the film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah the the whole the whole Sub Zero you know was a blink and you miss it type of moment where you know he says you you're the one that killed my family and then you had that little eyebrow raise you know like Wolfie said if if you if you turned away in that moment you would not have known what what happened you know what I'm saying there was no dialogue you know attached to that it was it was literally a blink and you'll miss it moment you know. Um yeah. There's there's one yeah. thing I just want to say and this is on a personal level. Um I'm really disappointed that they gave Baraka the short shrift on, in this movie. He's one of my favorite characters and you know, he's been around for since the beginning almost, right? And they second. they kind of they kind of put him to the side and I get the fact that, you know, he's not a a big character and I like I said this is just a personal thing for me, but Baraka was always has always been, you know, my favorite character just design wise, you know, with yeah. the with the blades and all that stuff. And he had a decent fight, but no, I thought I don't that wasn't even a fight. It was right, just exactly. Johnny it was a, Cage it was a chase. Up. It was a chase the entire time, really. You know. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Oh, that's another issue that I had. Johnny it, I understand like yeah, we got Johnny Cage to show his moves the very first time saving Sonya Blade. But I mm-hmm. felt like that was kind of crappy to, like, not show him fight Baraka, you know, which, yeah, it does suck. And then also, like, in the trio fight between Liu Kang, Johnny, and Sonya Blade, they also sat him out. Like, yeah, Sonya literally <laughs> sat him out. If anything, that's almost, that's, that's like, you know, like, uh, like, she was, he was literally, hey, I can fight, I can do this. And she's like, no, you can't sit down, you know what I mean? That's like, I don't know, man. I feel like that's like, uh, like, you know, anti-manonism. I guess. Yeah. Listen, Same. Johnny Cage for the for the oh, most of the Same. film, he was Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder. You know, because the entire time he 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 thought that he was he was contracted to do a film. That's true. And actually. and and that was that was actually kind of a fun thing because even Raiden was like, you know what? Yeah. Luke Kang was like, should we tell him? And Raiden was like, nah. I'm actually having fun with this, which I which I thought was a very cool moment because Raiden is usually very deadpan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'll figure it yeah, out. That guy. was funny. What did you think of some of the other characters, Walt? Well, Re- Reptile was interesting. They gave him this predator vibe, and and I thought that fight was pretty cool for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, the like like some of the sub like Goro. Goro is like a huge character in in, yeah. in Mortal Kombat. He had he had basic he would, is another character that was kind of sidelined here. You know what I'm saying? They they brought him out to do to do one thing was to give Jax his origin story in terms of ripping his arms off. But we never got that paid off at the end because we were we were constantly expecting that Jax was gonna show up with his metal arms. Uh, not really. And we never. Yeah, I not guess. really. Not on, not in a weekend. I well, yeah, I, I, mean, I guess. But you know what? Not, They're in a magical realm. They could have found some way to say, you know what? 
we need okay. to we need to get you into the fight. But he's here. a cybernetic though. Think of, think of it this way though. Like how much how much are you gonna shoehorn into this movie? Because it's no, no, weird. I, and I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna add this to the other films. But you know, was Jax really necessary to the to the movie itself? Well, he's a part of Sonya's backstory. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there is that. Yeah. Right, there but they that. didn't need to have him there. You know, they they could have addressed the fact that he got his arms ripped off in another in another film. Yeah, because it seems he... like there's going to be a second film to this. Uh, yeah, to definitely, on, they definitely, yeah, that's almost like a guarantee, it seems like. But think, think, think of payoffs, though. Like, I, I don't see these all necessarily as negatives because if you, if you, you know, Goro's going to be back. First of all, like you know how Mortal Kombat no, usually works. No, no. He's like pretty deaded, you know. Yeah, I mean the thing with Mortal Kombat is, I like I get why they're retelling the story is because when they're dead in the universe, for the most part, they kind of stay dead, except for like yeah. I think Quan Chi um, doesn't really stay dead, and then Sub Zero only comes back because it's his brother that comes back looking for his revenge. Scorpion is the next movie going to be called? Is the next movie going to be called Sub Zero's Revenge? Actually, <laughs> Goro's Revenge. You know what I'm saying? Through the Nether Realm or through other tournaments, they've been brought back from the dead for tournaments before. So there's there's no to me there's no reason why you can't bring some of these character back characters back for the sake of a tournament. It's almost like Dragon Ball. They have the hill over their head, but they can still fight. They can still interact. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. So I didn't have as much of an issue with that because I feel like, I mean, I feel like more, for me more, it was focusing on how they were setting up the characters' personalities in this is where I saw some issues. Like some of you guys did. Like Shang Tsung was kind of lame. Like he just seemed like a lackey for Shao Kahn, which he is, but he's powerful in his own right. So like I thought that was kind of a wasted opportunity. Yeah, it, um, it just seemed it just seemed a little weird that this this movie was titled Scorpion's Revenge, and you know there were there were big parts where he wasn't even involved in the actual film, you know. Um, there I were, mean, there I were think... times that he was absent for like a good 10, 20 minutes, and you know that doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're talking about a film that's an hour twenty, you know that that's a significant chunk of the film where you know he's like totally gone from the story you know um i think get to be i think they would yeah i think they would have been better served calling this movie just mortal Kombat legends and leave it at that yeah not not put in scorpion's revenge because you know you're expecting his story and like i said when he and and when he killed sub-zero and subsequently killed himself it, it was a jarring moment because it was like, okay, he's gotten his revenge. It seemed yeah. like that was the end of his story, you know? So it's it's a I little mean, weird the way they marketed it. Well, I mean, I do get Jose's point where, like, I mean, it wasn't really, it was jarring in the moment, but then when Quan Chi, you know, revealed himself, then we realized, okay, yeah, it's definitely, we still got more settled business. And yeah. I thought that I did actually think that, like, there was a really good payoff with the end of the film or towards the end with the uh the final uh fight between scorpion and quan chi which again brings me back to another thing that i i love the fight but i did not like it at the same time because the ending of that fight was almost a carbon copy um uh, recreation of how Liu kang beat shang sung in the original movie if you go back to it 
you'll see a a point of view, a quantity point of view of uh, Scorpion doing the double-fisted swinging action, left to right, then right to left, and left to right again, and then finish with the double-fist punch to the chest. That is exactly the scene that we get in the original movie. And again, I just thought that that was lazy writing. You know, Man, I got to watch this original movie again because it's been a long time since I've seen it. You know, that and the thing movie. is, I actually started watching it today, but I had to, you know, do some chores before we got on the uh, podcast today. But I got all the way up to the fight with Liu Kang and, and Sub Zero. Um, so I got a chance to kind of see like all the little things that this movie did that the movie did there. But I very clearly remember that that final fight scene um with uh Liu Kang and Shang Tsung and then seeing that exact same choreography between Scorpion and Quan Chi which is cool in a sense you know what I mean like it's like yeah it's a cool callback but when you do like like so many callbacks and pretty much kind of a carbon copy of the story it's not so much as a callback as it is a almost like plagiarism even though it can't really be plagiarism because it's it's Mortal Kombat but it's that's what it feels like. It's like, hey, let's copy that essay, but let's make it make it a little bit different, you know. Um, I actually felt that um there was this one character that I wanted to talk about that uh even though she was a lesser character, she deserved a little bit more time and it was Katana. I felt that Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liu Kang just kind of like convinced her like that easily like you're telling me she she deserved a lot more time because like in the old movie the garbage one right um which one the uh the second the second one not the original she was helping from the start bro i know but i felt like she you can't maybe it's just me maybe it's just me but i felt that that was rushed definitely the end I felt that the whole movie was rushed, especially that scene. It was kind of a short movie because, you know, animation is usually a little bit shorter, but this was an adult animation film, definitely by the subject matter and the violence. So there's no reason they couldn't have expanded it like another 15, 20 minutes to, to not have that slightly rushed feeling. I agree with that. So can we talk a little bit about the violence in this, in this film? Yeah. Because there were some so much. crazy whacked out moments in this thing. Now, I think Wolfie shares my 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 thought here that I think they overused the the X ray thing a little yeah. too much in the movie. It felt like every fight had at least one X ray uh, scene, if not two. I feel like um, we all mm-hmm. seemed that. I feel like we all thought that was a little overdone because yeah, I certainly yeah. did. I don't know what Eli and AJ thought, but the but three the, of us at least, yeah, yeah. the The violence in this film was, I mean, it was incredible. You know, I'm the things that some of the things that they did in this film, I don't think I've seen in in other films. Um, and like like AJ said afterwards, we we kind of like watched the extras regarding the sound. Um, design of this film and you can tell that these guys were so stoked to try and make this as viscerally in your face as possible you know they were talking about how they wanted each of the punches to be uh you know almost like a boom a booming sound um there 
the the way there were there were literally times where people were cut up like like butchers, like a butcher would cut up a, a yeah. piece of meat, you know. Or um, when Scorpion like brained that guy in like a million different places at at the in the first scene. Remember he 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 like smashes him a bunch of times, and it's the only mm-hmm. you see left entrails and like brains and no there's no discernible body left that's when he looks up and he's like oh wow look at the damage that i just did whoops there's like blood in the waterfall yeah it's crazy violent i mean uh, i I was entertained by it in a way because it was very like interesting cartoonish violence yeah yeah it was you know like but yeah the x-ray was definitely overdone they could have they could have used a lot more of that imaginative animation from early on to to stylize it in a way that i would have liked more mm-hmm. i thought it was kind of funny how like no matter what body part was being cut up it just looked like a steak if it was the head being cut up it just looked like three t-bone steaks <laughs> you thought that like, was hilarious like <laughs> maybe and that's it so, yeah, so like, what was your favorite, your favorite kill of the film? Because I, mm-hmm. I had a definitive one at the very end, but I'll, I'll let you guys talk first. I mean, I might like, I might take it because I think that the Goro kill was definitely Thank the you. best, yeah. dude. That when he the pulls out the skull, and you can see like just the, the, the like Goro's skin essentially, and like kind of like <laughs> Goro's like shock and awe, but just the outline of like his the skin, like. Oh, they did that so perfectly. And then, like, when Goro's body fell, you can see the skin just, like, fall down kind of like a mask. Dude, that was probably the – definitely the best kill in the movie, I think. Um, I agree. It was a hell of a way to make an entrance, too. And and didn't it – wasn't there – during that, that piece, wasn't there a part where you were actually looking through his eyes from the back? Yes, when, exactly. When That's what I'm saying. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The flap of the skin was just there, and we yeah. we're kind of yeah. looking through his eyes. <laughs> I mean, that was great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was sick. That was really cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> I guess we all kind of agree on that one because I I thought that was really awesome too. What, 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 what other happened. notable kills? Um, um well, I you, think you had reptile. Yeah, reptile right? was a nice interesting kill. Reptile, she she basically did the the assassin. She pulled the assassin wire and, and beheaded him from the back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Baraka again, give it the short shrift. He died because a bunch of boulders rubble rubble killed him. I, I gather from a, a collapsing temple. Or did he die? Deadpool. Maybe like that's Deadpool the way from living. X-Men Origins Wolverine. He's not yeah. dead. He survived um, the collapse. Who else do we have? We had Sub Zero's death. Kano's supposed death was stupid. If he died, yeah, that that was probably the stupidest, the stupidest death. He definitely um, died. Wasn't even yeah. gory in comparison to all the other crazy deaths. So no. like, yeah, he just stomped on his head, and that was it. it. Yeah. Ooh, what about I actually uh, like that fight with Malik. Jackson Goro? Though. Which one? Which one? Malik. That's the, 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 the That's demon, the, demon the, the torturer, demon. three eyes, yeah. triclops. Yeah. When when Scorpion killed him at the beginning, right? Yeah, that was like cool I enjoyed that fight. Like he's hanging there, basically crucified, and he's like, "Oh, who cares about pain? Let's do this." <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah that was that was a cool fight early on and a and a cool kill as well. <laughs> and the more they, the more that we talk about this, and the more that I think about it, it really was kind of that Baraka scene was really kind of messed up. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get we didn't get to see a fight with him at all, and he's like vicious. He's one of the main characters. Exactly. I, I think I think we should hold a, a a moment of silence for Baraka because he was done wrong. He'll be back. He's not. He's not. <laughs> no moment of silence. Damn, you guys are rough, man. <laughs> um, hmm. a moment of silence for his character and how they slayed his character's like actual coolness in this movie, but not for him because I feel like they have to bring him back. If they don't, then that's a huge missed opportunity and that's a huge waste. Well, I, doubt I that guess they will. Uh huh. No, yeah, I said I, I thought I, that they will. Yeah, I guess the saving grace isn't isn't he like a race of aliens? No, he's yeah. from Outworld. No, no but there's a there, okay, no, so no, there but there's a, a race of them, right? Yeah, so, there's yeah. a race of them. So maybe, just maybe, this wasn't the Baraka that we know and love. This was maybe Faraka or something like that, where it's just like it's his awesome. brother. Because remember, like his twin. I'm sure I heard the brother Baraka. Yeah, it was yeah, they definitely oh, they said Baraka. I'm pretty sure. All right, so you know what? Yeah. I, it still sucks then. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but yeah, there is like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Baraka had like his own planet and Shao Kahn went through like the tournament and everything and they right. lost and they took over the planet. And, you know, that's oh, yeah, their own I, world. I think, like, you know, yeah. Shang Tsung I, had his no own world too, right? You know? No. He's an alien. There are no aliens in this. No. I don't know. If he's from a different planet, that means that he's. Alien, their dimensions, not no. I mean, they're alien to the earth, even if they come from a different dimension or a different planet. I'm calling them. Let me ask you a question, AJ. Let me ask you this if someone came from Mars to Earth, would they be an alien? That's an alien, but this is all right, different. All right, all right, hold on. But if someone came from to from Mars to Earth, but that Mars was in a parallel universe, would they still not be aliens? They're extra dimensional. No, extra dimensional, extraterrestrials. Well, then for that, oh, okay, so fine. He's, a, he's, a, he's an extra dimensional. It, so he's an extra dimensional alien. I'll give you that. No, extra dimensional. I'm not. No. Aliens do not belong in this system. No. Does race have a name? But the Baracas species. Baracas. They're called Tarkatans. Sounds like a band. Tarkatans. Oh, there you go. Oh my god. I was I was just about to search Baracas uh like uh origins or whatever, and I typed in the Baracas <laughs> on Google. <laughs> <laughs> what are they a lounge act? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it sounds like a like a sitcom to me. Yeah, like a, yeah. yeah at home with the Baracas, right? Yeah, <laughs> Reality right. show. Oh my um, gosh. What else? Uh you know, we haven't really spoken too much about Quan Chi. We've spoken about what he's done, but like you know, like I Utterly you know, I, I actually thought that like from the little that I do know of Quan Chi that they did do him justice because he is kind of that like I guess what would we call him a warlock? You know? Yeah, he's a warlock. Yeah, he's a warlock and but he's also he's the the super conniving, you know, never know what he's doing behind the scenes kind of guy. Um 
you know, I thought that they did him justice pretty well. Um, who who here knows the most about Quan Chi? AJ AJ's kind of AJ's kind of disagreeing right here. You know, no. disagreeing. Yeah, he I yeah. please enlighten me because enlighten me. because no matter what, Quan Chi is not the one to get himself directly involved in things. What he did in this movie was get physically involved with these things. He is, it's like you said, he is the peripheral. He's the guy who's playing chess. This was not chess. This was, no. Mr. Yeah, there, there was, there was actually, you can, you can make the case that there was two instances where he, he tried to directly, you know, change the situation. The first was when he, when he shapeshifted and became Sub-Zero and killed Hanzo's family. The other one was when he tried to poison um, Shansung. So yeah. you know, and failed miserably. And failed miserably. <laughs> he, he he didn't do very well, you know, in this movie. That is especially not just at the zero. end. You know, that's the thing. He's he is kind of like a Darth Maul like character, right? Like he's always trying to do no, something, no, no, but no, never no, no. never actually wins. He always kind of gets caught. No, no, you know, destined to fail. Yeah, Darth Maul. I I saw him more like a General Hux character. Where he, where he was kind of like bumbling no, along. because he actually, you see, General Hux never actually accomplished anything. See, he did accomplish manipulating Scorpion and doing stuff, but he yeah, just, his yeah. ultimate goal, it's like Darth Maul, makes cool, makes cool stuff happen, but in the end, he's only half as good. <laughs> I'm, I mean, not even... You know, these unsolicited <laughs> Maul comments, <laughs> I, I've been trying to be good when it comes to attacking Boba Fett, you know what you I'm can't saying? attack Boba Fett. I can't attack Boba Fett because, dude, he's still dead, and he does nothing. It says who? It says everybody. All right, we'll see what Mandalorian right. season two has to say about that. All right, but you all know right, what? At right, least, right. at least, Darth Maul like has made that. appearances and he's done important things. Yeah, right he's now, made as, as far as we know, as far as we Eli. know. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Somebody's all right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you last comment. Last comment. Okay, Darth Maul is is now batting two for two, really. Okay, because he he <laughs> made half an appearance in Phantom Menace. Ha. Oh my god! <laughs> but also in Han Solo, he was supposed to be in two movies, but they only made one. So, you know, all, right, all, I, to- all I'm gonna say is. <laughs> You take Boba Fett with a side of Pepto Bismol. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, back to the back to Quan Chi. Okay, keep the Star Wars for the for the Rise of Skywalker rant. All right, I'm gonna send you a cop. I'm gonna send you like 12 copies of Rise of Skywalker. I'm gonna send them not only to your house. I'm gonna send it to the dojo and any other That's place cool. where I'm you can. You know, I'm gonna I'm use right? them as coasters while I drink coffee. I will, my, I will uh, send it to coffee. your barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey you guys want to play frisbee in the park after this whole thing with the pandemic is done i'm gonna have 12 i'm gonna have 12 awesome frisbees <laughs> anyway all right back to quan chi yes exactly um last time i checked he was not a shapeshifter if anyone was gonna be doing the shapeshifting really? it'd have been shang Tsung, Shang Tsung, right Shang-Sung. Oh, that's true, actually, too. I never actually thought about that. I didn't even that. It was just, I'm, I'm going to quote Eli here for once. <laughs> the way that he 
messed with Scorpion was Courtney. Hey, <laughs> yo, somebody finally. Like, I impersonated Sub Zero and got the entire Linquay to follow me. <laughs> yeah, yo, Come on. I think it would have been better if, like, it really was Blue. Um, if it really was Sub Zero yes. who, had, who had done it and Quan Chi had actually manipulated him because that change in the story was not my favorite part. I what thought he, that it would have been to keep it the same way. And then Quan, he, he could have, um, at the end at least, Scorpion could have had more of a story in getting revenge not only on Sub-Zero but Quan Chi, but like in a separate way, in a less like, yes, so, you know, do-anything way. Here's what actually... As far as the recent continuity goes, here's how it goes down. So, aside from Sub Zero being within the Lin Kuei, there are also two other uh, characters that are part of the Lin Kuei. That's Sector and For real? what's his name? The other Cyrax. The two robots. Yeah, the guy who become uh, Cyber. Yeah. 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 The machines. They're part of the Lin Kuei. In at least as far as MKX tells us, Quan Chi hired the Lin Kuei through them to take out the Shirai Ryu. If you wanted to go along that route, what you could have done was you could have left it the way it was, have Sub Zero do the whole thing. But when Scorpion goes to fight Sub Zero, he just goes, bruh, it wasn't personal. I was hired to do it. And then that's going right. to get Scorpion to go, hmm, I wonder who hired you. Maybe they're the person I should go after. And then still kill. he finds out hmm, it was Quan Chi. Maybe I should kill him instead. Much yeah. better storyline in my opinion. He still kills Sub-Zero, though. He kills them both. But, like, it's a better storyline with, with it the way that it was before. With Sub-Zero having some personal agency in it. Like, not just, you know, being not even there. As it was in this one, I, I, I didn't like that reveal very much in terms of of the characters, and I thought Sub Zero was super underutilized in this movie. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they really. Least, just... Sorry, sorry. No, that's all right. At least, at least uh, the situation I proposed gives him a little more screen time. Like he doesn't even yeah. have to kill Sub Zero right away. They could be fighting, and as they're fighting, he goes over the whole. Well, I didn't do it. was just a job. I was hired. Yeah, I agree. That would have been better. I mean, the thing is that, like, the original story was already good. Uh, the original story is uh, mm-hmm. Sub-Zero kills Shang Tsung. I mean, he kills Shang Tsung. I mean, not Shang Tsung, Scorpion. He kills Scorpion because Quan Chi manipulated him. That is the original story. Quan Chi manipulated Sub-Zero to kill uh, uh, Scorpion. And he wanted um, Sub Zero to get the amulet from Shane Sung, you know. Um, but he also wanted him to kill Scorpion so that he can then also have uh, recruit Scorpion to go get the amulet too, so that he can have double the chances of getting the amulet. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if they had just stuck to that story, it would have been great. You know, it would have because now any rivalry really doesn't make too much sense. You know, aside from like obviously. Sub Zero's brother coming to kill Scorpion because he killed his brother. Um, 
it doesn't make sense if you could be like, hey, you know, my bad, but I thought that he killed my family. You know, let's bygones be bygones. But, you, you know, the rivalry is never, it's just never going to feel the same if this is the direction that they're going to go, you know. Sure. Yeah, they, they missed, they undid that bit of canon that was so essential yeah. to Mortal Kombat. And uh, it's like, why? What's up, Eli? I, I Did think, you have um... Something that really bothered me was when Scorp- Scorpion threatens um, Shang Tsung, and Shang Tsung just immediately um, takes it and literally gives it to them. And I felt that since he's like, I don't, I don't know too much about him, but I, I figure that he's supposed to be a higher being, right? Who? Oh, uh, Shang Tsung. Yes, uh, he's empowered by like millions of fallen warriors. Yeah, the fact that he yeah. gets threatened by Scorpion and. In fact, he you got him in a sleeper hole, and he gave up. Yeah. Well, it was a freaking blade to his neck. Yeah, but he I mean, could have gotten out of that. Yeah, he could have gotten, gotten out of, out of that. that. Yeah, he's supposed to be like the ultimate character in the first game, pretty much. So, like, what the heck? Like, why wouldn't he be able to do at least a little bit more damage than that? I think somebody, somebody had else had said it before. Like, he's disappointing because he really doesn't do much other than. Other than threaten Quan Chi, when Quan Chi like reveals himself to be the rat and he tries to poison Shang Tsung, he doesn't impose himself physically and show off the fighter that he is other than that scene. And he just kind of snivels and gives up otherwise and says like, oh, Shao Kahn will get you now. So, yeah, I think he was a wasted character a bit in this movie. They should have had somebody else play that role. Yeah. Um, I think we did we cover everything. Is there anything that we're missing? Who would you cover... like to be in the next movie? I think that's how we should end this. Ooh, I think yeah. it's pretty obvious who's going to be the big bad, right? Well, Shao well, Kahn, yeah, right, yeah. Um, I think the so, next movie is obviously going to be about Liu Kang and Shao Kahn, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty obvious, also. Well, yeah. oh. If they killed Bihan, I definitely want to see a noob Saibot. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we're definitely, we're definitely going to see Sub Zero's little brother. Yep, Kwai Lang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Raiden will be a- back. Sonya Blade will be back. Hopefully, we get a little bit more of Jax, Jax Briggs, right? Yep. That's his name. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's definitely coming back, I think. There yeah. was what? There was Kano. Kano was kind of lame i don't care if he comes back or not what about well there's no kung lao right i don't I think i saw him actually dead well was, was he in this kung no, lao? He's, not, but he's, he's never dead. mentioned he, he was never mentioned but he he shouldn't be alive because remember Liu kang is kung lao's descendant you know yeah oh yeah so if he were to, if he were to come in this realm he would have to come you know basically back from the dead and stuff back from Ooh, okay. They can make him a. They could follow MKX. They could have. Well, Quan Chi is actually kind of dead, so maybe they can't do that. But what they did in MK10 was he made a bunch of the original fighters revenants. Ooh, I would want to see that, bro. Well, Melina wasn't in this either, right? So yeah, she probably. I mean, Katana definitely deserves. Katana definitely deserves more because she she's a flagship character. She's supposed to be she's supposed to be the character from Outworld that joins the Earth, the Earth realm, right? Yep. You know, so that's pretty important, I think, too. 
Bo Right Show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I think Bo Right Show. Guys annoying. No, that dude is straight on fire. Freddy Krueger should be in it. They should bring some of the DLC characters, like the Terminator. No, I think that um, I think that uh, that that one one mistake that they could make is bringing too many of the characters on the the movie because then you might have like what ended up what ended up killing for me. I thought that the original Mortal Kombat movie was great. What killed the second movie is that they wanted to have every single character from Mortal Kombat 3 in there, you know, so then you didn't have enough screen time for all the characters. Um, so I think that, like, they should definitely stick to maybe just a couple, uh, like, maybe three or four new characters. That's it. And then we can actually have the, longev- the longevity of, of this, you know, Mortal Kombat universe keep going with I- movies. I've got an interesting idea, and I know it's really out there, but it's part of the video game lore. And I know they're not going to do this in the next game, in the next movie. And if, if, like you said, there is longevity to it, given the fact that this is a WB animation film, what do you guys think of ever doing a Mortal Kombat versus DC film? Oh, it's in the same no, it's in the no, same no type of no, thing because it is no. a video game. That's the thing. That was the they precursor are by DC, before. and there's yeah. a multiverse. That was care. the precursor to care. injustice, you know. No. Yes. I mean, who's gonna I fight have... Superman? Like, you know, there's just some characters that won't have a level of power. Like, the power scaling is gonna be ridiculous. Like, Listen, do you guys want to know how Mortal Kombat and DC ended up actually even happening? Go for it. So I was privy enough to like be friends with uh, a bunch of fr- uh, friends with a bunch of people that worked at Midway that worked on, you know, a bunch of their titles and stuff in Midway, Austin. And, um, you know, unfortunately Midway went, you know, went under and WB bought Midway out just for the license, but they, they still were not able to like successfully launch a good Mortal Kombat game. So they thought piggyback it off of the DC characters and dumb it down you know, dumb down the fatalities and the gore just to appeal to a wider audience. That's the only reason that we had Mortal Kombat uh, versus DC and Injustice and whatnot. It's the mm-hmm. only reason. They ran They ran with it, of course, but they don't belong together. They really don't. The only reason it happened is because it was the, it was the only way to give Mortal Kombat a lifeline when all that happened. And yeah, this is maybe some insider there. information, but yeah. Yeah, I was just throwing it out there because I, I when when we were talking about what we want, yeah, to we'll see, take it back. You know, <laughs> well, it could be like a tournament type of thing. It it would be kind of uh, in in a way the way they did a uh, battle world in 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 the Marvel universe. You know, where you you're know, bringing man. in champions from different places and you just have them battle out. You know, I know it's never going to happen, but I just said it might be an interesting little thing it can happen that's that's what i'm worried about it can happen because they made games about it (laughs) yeah and and like i said this is wb animation so they they can easily bring these two franchises together you know yeah all right so why don't we go around and and give this this film a rating all right who wants to start go for it jose all right. Um, I will go first. So I'm going to give this film a 6.5. 
It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. It wasn't what I expected it to it would be, and it was better than I expected it would be. Um, I don't think it was a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, there's there's like this line for me when a movie is a little bit more entertaining when you know, you're, you're a little more engaged in it. And this movie, I was definitely watching it, but I was, you know how it is sometimes when you're watching a movie and you're definitely enjoying it, but you're slightly distracted. So like, it wasn't like the best movie of all time uh, for me. I thought some of the characters ended up sucking. Like, you know, Kano was lame. Uh, Baraka's story ended up being lame, as we've all discussed. Um, Sonia was weird for some reason to me and her character again yeah is kind of supposed to be like that but there there was percent <laughs> yeah I don't know it was it was it was yeah a little too t- uh turned up and you know for the most part like most of the other characters are good Liu Kang was was pretty good except for like yeah some of his like matrix like the one characteristics that they had near the end yeah um, it was a bit much and the villains, right. were also like not fantastic. Although I actually thought Goro was one of the, the more entertaining and better ones. That's true. Because bruiser in this one and Quan Chi sang sung, not so much. Um, the, the way that they kind of intertwined all the stories together again, worked pretty well for me. The changes weren't all that great. Again, I think. You know, Sub-Zero should have actually been involved in the killing of uh, Scorpion's family and his clan the way that he always has been. That's not something that you should really change. Um, and again, the animation was a thing that, that I have to mention because it, it had so much promise in points. And there were definitely some spots, especially in the action scenes, where it was great. Um the overuse of the x-ray was a bit much, but I really missed the promise of like that first cut in the, in the early film with Scorpion going off on the Sub-Zero clan. And I was hoping for more imaginative moments of animation like that. Um, that didn't pay off really big. So yeah, for me overall, for those reasons, it was a, a 6.5 passing grade, entertaining, you know, worth a watch if there's nothing else on. Um, not something that I'm gonna chase down otherwise. Um, I'll follow up on that. Uh, I'm gonna go a little bit lower than you. Um, I, I, to be honest, I almost want to give it a five. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I saw so much of the first movie in this and I enjoyed the first movie so much mm-hmm. that it, it's hard for me to give it a you know a comparable number if i were to rate the the original movie i apologize sorry for the burp um if i were to rate the original movie i'd probably give it i'd probably give the original movie an eight Mm -hmm. um and you know just i i started like i said i started watching today and like looking back on it like man like this movie was you know like a really really good video game movie i mean it was it was great i thought Hey Gabe, does that movie age well? Um, yeah, I thought it did. You know, there's a couple things that like, you know, like Reptile didn't look great, you know, because he was an actual reptile. Um, 
the CG for Reptile didn't look great, but like outside of that, they didn't use too much CG. They only used CG for Sub Zero stuff, which was really well done uh, for its time. Uh, and other than that, I thought, you know, I saw the the last fight scene that I saw was Johnny Cage versus Scorpion, and I was watching the choreography of that fight, and that fight was actually amazing, and it was long, you know, it was definitely very meaty, and I saw that, I'm like, man, this is actually a really, really great martial arts film, so I'd probably give it like an 8, you know, so for me, I would probably give this movie, I guess, a 5.5, bordering on a 6, because... Again, I saw too much of the first movie, and I thought that the first movie did that better. You know, if this was going to be a Scorpion's Revenge movie, it should have been. Honestly, it really should have just been all Scorpion, Sub Zero, and Quan Chi, and maybe set up a second film where you like by ending Scorpion's Revenge with them deciding to to go to the Mortal Kombat tournament, and then the second film would have been the Mortal Kombat tournament. That would have been better. So we have a more fleshed out story on the history of the Lin Kuei, the history of the Shirai Ryu, the history of Quan Chi and Shinnok and, you know, all of that. And just see more of the Lin Kuei, Shirai Ryu uh, rivalry is what I would have, what I expected to see. But, you know, a a little bit misleading and just not as well done as as the original movie, in my opinion. So what was the what was your uh, final rating? Five point five. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna lead in a similar vein. Uh, the title is really misleading because, like, it's like you said, if this is gonna be a movie about Scorpion, you'd expect to see more of like the inner workings of the Shirai Ryu, the beginnings of the rivalry with Sub Zeros, from so what and so forth. Um. Again, I wasn't keen on the changes they made, but it was still an enjoyable movie. But for me, as fun as it was, you know, still not liking those changes. Nah. And if I had to, if I had to really give it a rating, uh, yeah, I think I'm resting at a six point five too. Like, I mean, I when I heard right. that this movie was coming out, I really had my hopes up. Like. Wow, this is this is gonna be like an actual Mortal Kombat movie, and not the other one way back when was good, but like you know, it had its it had its very noticeable cheese. <laughs> and here's a chance to extract all that cheese, but there was still a certain level of cheese, particularly with Quan Chi, which is disappointing. So six point five, it is. I I like how you say, if I had to give it a rating, well, you're on a (laughs) podcast about rating movies, reviewing an episode specifically about... figure of speech. (laughs) I know. I'm messing with you. Uh, Eli? Oh, no. You want to do it? Um... I think you guys all know what I'm gonna say, so I think I think you don't want to. I don't think you want to ruin this movie like way too early. So I'd let Dad do his thing. Okay. <laughs> well, if I have to follow that, then <laughs> um, I'm gonna echo what everybody else said. Uh, you know, the 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 name of the movie is misleading, um, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. You guys have said enough about that. Um, I I found it 
just like all you guys, enjoyable. You know, um, I was, I had fun with the level of violence that was in this film. I think that's probably the highlight for me was just seeing the inventive ways that they were just offing people left and right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and to your point, Wolfie, the, the whole cut the guy into pieces and he still looks like a piece of steak thing is, is apropos because everybody that got sliced up and there were many, there was a lot of steak to be had in, in nether nether realms afterwards, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Again, there were there were some characters that were fleshed out a little bit better. Johnny Cage being the highlight of the film, um, and you know the 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 villains of the film being kind of like the low the low points where they didn't get their their moments. They weren't fleshed out as well. They they were shadows of what we thought they were gonna be. Yeah. Um, I was excited when I heard about this, especially knowing that there's a live action film coming after this. And so the way I see yeah, this no. film really is it's a, it's an enjoyable film. It's something that, you know, if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, you would be remiss not to watch it because there are some moments that are, are very Mortal Kombat-y in it, you know. But to me, you know... More the more that I think about it, the more this is an advertisement for that live action film that's coming out. I find it interesting that on the heels of the announcement, they also said, Hey, we're going to do an animated film to get you guys excited. We haven't had an animated film since 1996 in this with this property. There's been attempts to kind of restart it here. I think um, Cinema had a, a, a series that actually, from what I heard, was pretty good, but nobody saw it so you know if a tree falls and that, nobody's that was hear vicious it, you know what i'm saying huh it was vicious okay so right but nobody saw it so you know i it, saw it, it. it really matter you know what i'm saying <laughs> no i i get it but you know like it's not it, it wasn't something that was put out there for mass consumption which no 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 i know i know they, i'm just messing they should have done that you know what i'm saying so we, ha we haven't had anything Mortal Kombat related except for the video games for a long time. And now within the span of like, I think it's next year the, the movie comes out, we're going to have two properties that come out. So to me, this was kind of like a big advertisement saying, hey, yeah. this is the stuff. We're giving you what you want. We're making sure that we have the, the gore check, violence check, you know, all the characters check. We've done everything. This is kind of like what you can expect for the live action film that's coming later. So, okay. you, know. you know, wait, mm -hmm. did you give your rating? No, no, not yet. No. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. Um, so I'm gonna, I was originally going to give this film a seven because like I said, it's an enjoy, there's nothing truly bad about the film. It's just, mm -hmm. there's nothing truly great about the film. Right. Yeah. So for me, I you know I'm gonna drop it a little bit down. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to like a six, because again, you know, it's a movie that if you watch it, you're you're not gonna come away angry because you spend an hour and twenty minutes. But at the end of the day, there may be some points where you're gonna remember it. But overall, the movie isn't too memorable, you know, as a whole. You know, it has its moments, but then it does it doesn't hold it for the entire film easily the best part of the film was the the opening act which uh where you know you had the hanzo hattori fight 
you know, Hasashi. Oh, Hasashi. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm mixing my franchises here. That was the highlight of the film. It never reached those heights afterwards. So that's why I give it a six. Um, Just to kind of point on that, I have a question, actually. Um, If they're going to reboot essentially the franchise with a live action film, are they going to retell the same story they just told about the Mortal Kombat tournament? Who knows? Because they made the movie, obviously. I can understand rebooting and retelling that same story because it's we're talking about 24 years later, right? Mm -hmm. It's 24 years. No, yeah, 24 years. You know? Um, So I can understand, like, telling that same story again, but they just told it in the animation now. So I don't really want to see the whole, hey, this is the 10th tournament and we need to defeat Shansung so that Shao Kahn doesn't come over here. Well, you know what? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that it's going to be the same thing um, because it is, you know, um, being put out there as a reboot of the franchise. So yeah, if you're going to reboot it, you're probably going to tell the same story again. So, right. Um, it, it is what it is. So, you know, yeah, I guess I'm a little bit worried about that, to be honest. Yeah. You know, All right. cool. They should start with the Outworld invasion if they do do the movie. Because, I mean, a lot yeah, of Yeah, but the thing is, it's a reboot. How you can't start with that and not explain to people what all this yeah. is for. Well, I, I got the best, the best way to do a reboot of the movie is to go back to the very first tournament. But then that means you're you're excluding all the characters that we know and love, you know? Right. That, that would be an, an interesting way of retelling the franchise by saying, okay, at, at the dawn of time, this was the first tournament. And then, you you know, you keep going from there. But I, it doesn't seem like they're going to do that because they've already cast all, you know, most of the the characters and they are scorpion and Jax and sonya and and so we're not gonna get that all right um i guess let's i guess literally let's uh go worst for last with eli here we go um buckle up people okay so officially officially when i walked in it was a five out of ten then it went down to a three out of ten, and then Damn. it went down to a two out of ten. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my one star is for animation. My point five stars for the blood and gore and the fighting. What? Well, you know what? What? Point five, two point five, because I want to make that. That was actually really good. So one is for the story. I mean. Are you rating this on a ten on a ten point level, or are you rating it? He's telling you how the points are distributed. Oh, okay. One is for the animation. The second uh, star is for um, uh, fighting, and the point five is for the beginning. That's it. Nothing else to it. I did not like anything else. It was just too corny. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't think Johnny Cage was funny? No, I thought that was cheesy. God. I honestly thought that was che- everything about it was cheesy. So you didn't like the nut shots? Oh, you know what? <laughs> no, that kind of like. See, I knew there was something there. You know, you didn't. You didn't like the fight between Scorpion and Quan Chi. 
No. He no. actually did. What? No. Wow. Okay. No. The and no. the first fight where he got like totally crushed into like a little ball. You didn't like that either? I mean, I guess I was kind of cool, but then just no. No. You didn't like the Goro fatality? No. Finish him. No. X-rays? Are you even a fan of Mortal Kombat? Yeah, of course I am. Well, I'm not as big as a fan as cause, as Andre because I don't really know that much about it and I don't really play it that much. But no, I have beaten it you in cheesy. it. Cheesy. Huh? I have beaten you in it. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh yeah. Point five. So two point five. That's what you're going with. Yeah. All righty then. You heard it here first. All right. Two point five. Yeah. That's gonna bring down the weighted average big time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He usually does. Yeah. He's the other end of the bell curve. In, That's in, okay. You know, I feel like we need to have the get geek average and then Eli's average. Eli needs to be. <laughs> Eli, Eli, Eli is like the the Stephen A. Smith of this uh, podcast. He gets his own corner. He gets his own like you know reviews. He gets his own say. It doesn't necessarily work. Like the podcast. There you go. On the Gordon Ramsay reviews. Let's get the shot about how bad movies are for a while. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so that's our review then of Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Uh, a decent film, as always, brought down by the, the weighted average of Eli, who has hated almost every film that we've reviewed recently, at least. Um, and, you know, that's okay, because that's your opinion, and you are entitled to it, and we welcome it. Um, it's like the Boba Fett of reviewers. Yo, oh, don't start. Listen, listen. It's it, it. It's whenever whenever I get into these podcasts, I either have to listen to to Walt and Wolfie argue about Darth Maul and Boba Fett, <laughs> or Eli and AJ argue about which characters are better in Dragon Ball Legends. So, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. If I need to have somebody that that I can have like weekly arguments with. I guess on the you know podcast. what we need to do. We need to have an episode where we where we talk about. Boba Fett and Darth Maul, and then we need to have another episode where these two guys can just hash it out, you know, with Dragon Ball. You know what? You know what? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? I'd like to do an IG live, um, uh, you know, kind of talk. We can me, me and you, me and you can talk, and we can have Mortal Kombat over Boba Fett and <laughs> Darth Maul. And we could just make it live so that all our followers can, you know, listen in and check us out. I don't since, think since, I have the stomach for it. Since I have, since I have always ended up being in the yeah, middle of these, gross. I, I can moderate. I can moderate both of these debates. If you <laughs> <laughs> end up being in the middle of these anyway. So I may I may get indigestion. So actually, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're literally saying you don't have the stomach for this. Uh, I don't have the stomach for it. Is right. it because you're just? It not... may it may take a thousand. Um, what is it? A, a ten thousand years before I can I can digest this. Uh, is it is it is it because your debating are only half as good? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm ending this debate now because we're saving this for later. 
right. Yeah, we got to end the episode. So, All right, guys. So, as always, um, I just want to say thanks to all of the fans out there. We want to thank you again for all of your recent listens. And um, as you guys know, we, we no longer have our original Instagram account, Get Geek News, but you can still find us on Instagram at Get Geek Podcast. So look us up there. Um, we want to engage with you guys there a little bit more. Like Wolfie said, we're going to try to do some more content on IG Live and some conversations with you guys that we can have face-to-face, live and in person about all things geek. Um, you know, Look us up on all of your favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify is a big one. Um, you can... You know, search for us on all those platforms. Like I said, subscribe to our podcast. That's something that we would hugely appreciate, like massively appreciate, like totally appreciate from you guys if you would subscribe to our podcast. Um, And we also have a website, getgeeknews.captivate.fm. That's getgeeknews.captivate.fm. And I'm done advertising for now. Like, Like, share, rate, subscribe. Um, as always, we want to thank you guys for showing up. And of course, as always, from all of us at the Get Geek Podcast crew, stay geeky, my friends.